here at our beautiful podcast at Wellington Street Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. I'm your host this week. With me, I have... Josh Zubizabrikas. Very nice. Just because it's an audio, I want to make sure that you guys introduce yourself. Who else is in the studio? I am Joe Kimpson from Flag Raiders Paintball. And as always, it's Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. Yeah, buddy! buddy. Very nice. And in our production booth, who else do we have? This guy. (laughs) Dustin Schnitzelholst and Matt the Crip pushing buttons. The other guy. The other guy. The nameless guy. The one with the beard. So, guys, thank you for joining us. This is our seventh podcast. Thank you very much for subscribing and uh, and listening to this. It's uh, It's been going very, very well, and it's uh, we're, we're quite enjoying this. Um, we're not going to do any videos tonight because it is a podcast, but what we do is we do interact with our audience. So if you're watching us live, uh, we're going to watch our chat form as well as our Skype feed is open at Behind the Bunker. Uh, as well as Dustin has a ton of questions, almost a plethora, if you will, of ones that were both emailed in as well as posted on Facebook. Uh, So without any further ado, Dusty, why don't we get right into it? Antonio Moreno writes in, he's wondering, what is a good video editor to use for footage on the field? He's having a hard time trying to find one. I haven't found a software program that I can use while on the field, to be honest with you. Um, I... That's a good question. Oh, you're being cheeky. I'm being very cheeky. Um, YouTube has built-in editing software. If you don't, uh, or if you can't afford a program, um, program, program. If you are on a Macintosh uh, computer, um, there is iMovie, which sounds uh, too simple, but is a great program. It's pretty slick, nice around the edges. For um, Windows, what are the Movie Maker? I guess still exists. What else is out there? I'm not on a Windows platform, so I don't, I don't know. Final Cut. Yeah, that's true. But let's say you don't have a lot of money for a high-end program. Is there anything simple out there? You know what we'll do? We'll put this question out to the guys that are watching us in the live chat. What is a good program for people to do video editing on uh, for their paintball videos? If you guys want to post that up, we will uh, we'll let that uh, let that out. Let's. Uh, what else do you have out there? That was a quick one. Yeah, Nick Ashworth writes in. Uh, what do you guys think of, of tips for first-time pump players? Ah, that's a good one. Persistence. Patience. That's right. If, you, if you've played semi or electro before switching to pump, uh, slow your game down and patience. You can't do the same type maneuvers uh, that you have when you've got the gun uh, to compensate for your lack of skill. Like being in high school and waiting for your girlfriend's parents to finally leave. You that kind of patience. That's right. So it's like uh, you're excited, you're ready to go, but you have to just slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> Use finesse. Are we still talking about pump? Oh, uh, well, if you strike out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. You went there. Um, you know what? They're right. If, if you start taking up pump, you're going to realize that uh, your kill rate's going to go down, um, and you're going to find that you're heavily outgunned for the most part. Um, but you know what? P- 
persistence is key. The longer you play pump, the the better you're going to be, more proficient you're going to be. I would certainly uh, I would certainly stay at it. And I would also purchase a proper pump. I would buy something of better quality than just a, a, an entry level one uh, if you're serious about it, because there is quite a difference in uh, in those as well. Uh, Movie Maker is very limited but works, so I use it. Says Midget Angler, and she does send in videos to the show, so um, I know so that does that her works. Dad. Yeah. Uh, Eric Angler says he uses Movie Maker and it's free. Very good. Seeing a few more people saying Movie Maker. So if you have a Windows based uh, program, definitely check that out. And it really depends on what you want to do with the, the video that you're shooting. If it's just on your computer and showing it to your friends, then why spend the money on it? If it's something for your business, then you know what? Invest in a company to do it for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, Snarky's going now, Dad. All right, Dusty, no, what else do you have? Oh, Snarky. Uh, uh, Eric Angler put in, uh, make sure you pump after each shot. A valid point. Sometimes if you have a super... Yes and no, though. If you have a super smooth pump like um, my sniper, sometimes you also almost need an oscillated loader, a motorized yes. loader of some point, because a gravity feed may not keep up. It may not get the ball in because the pumps is so smooth. And playing tip number three for this evening, um, you can't walk a trigger on a pump. <laughs> Just letting you know that. Oh, That's for awesome. free. That's I, did see a, I did see a fellow at the field last <laughs> week who had a um, carnivore with the electric trigger converted into a pump, and he still had the uh, electric trigger on it. Good for him, and though. If you're looking for the spot to put the batteries, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I would also Drop disagree. Your I would say that you don't <laughs> want to pre-pump if you're playing pump because a lot of times you'll get the ball rolling out depending yeah, on if you're, if you're, what you're playing. But I would, barrel, be, yeah. I would definitely be cognizant if you're going to go somewhere, make a move, or get your gun up, I would definitely cock it at that point. So, yeah, good point, though. All right, Dusty. That was your point. You just congratulate yourself. Yep. Good for you. Absolutely. Good stuff. Great point. Yay I am for me. So smart. Do your arms ever get tired He's of patting some yourself book in reading. the back? You know, you'd think by now I'd get tired of hearing "good job," <laughs> but no, no, not at all. All right. So Nick Patora writes in: What do you guys think is going to happen to Impact after leaving, le- losing a good chunk of their core? Roster? I think they'll be impacted. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey, was that, there's the graphic. Was that again. joke sent in by, or was that question <laughs> sent in by Joe? <laughs> um, yeah, they lost a few good players. A um, few good men. But you know what? It, it's not just those few good players that got them to where they are right now. There's still quite a few good guys on that team. They're going to do okay. They may not be top of the pack right this moment, but um, I think they'll still be good. I believe sure. in most popular sports, they call this a rebuild period. Yeah. Yeah, um, like <laughs> I don't know. ZS4 video editor Couldn't also works less. well, uh, especially if you're doing blue or green screen stuff, according to ENJF in and the it's chat. Free. It is free. Yeah. All right. Game time guy writes and he goes, "What can I do to get a better gun? I have an A5. Um, Longer barrel. Does your city that you live in have street corners?" <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, that's a good question. I, okay, I, but what are the deficits that you see, though? I mean, it's a you're fine with what you have. Yeah. If you're playing scenario, wreck ball, uh, stuff like that, it's like you know the A5 is a fantastic gun. So it came out in 2005, Gavin. 
That's crazy. That is crazy talk. That's a good piece of trivia. Thank you, Jules. You're welcome, Gavin. In all honesty, if I had an A5, I wouldn't get rid of it. What I would do, if if you're looking for something a little different, is uh, put a new barrel on it. That'll make barrel. a big difference. Oh, good thinking, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, Pat yourself on the back one. Oh, good I don't, there we go. I steal other people's ideas, take them as my Even own, and congratulate myself. What about the Tech T line the A5? <laughs> does it make it that much more air efficient, like the Tech T? A5 uh, is a gas hog. It's yeah. always going to be. There's very little you can do to change that. Uh, if you want to spend the money and start to tweak little bits, you're not going to get a whole lot of efficiency out of it, right? So... I think the A5 is fine. It's a great gun. Just leave it as is. I think uh, you should look around for wooden components and turn it into AK-47. He died a while ago. He dude. died like last, last week. week. Yes. Yeah, 94. He said he always yeah, wanted yeah. to design things for like agriculture equipment, but he ended up making guns. And then he, reg- he regretted it yeah. because of, uh, well, the he success. Got, many the many, many bodies produced by AK-47 <laughs> help irrigate ponds <laughs> and waterways around the world. Don't you know? It was too widely used for terrorism, so he didn't like it. Mm. Nice. But. Anyway, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. on that happy paintball note. <laughs> Whatever. Eric Angler writes in, will you guys be playing more MAGFED in the coming 2014 season? Us, if someone comes out with a MAGFED gun, maybe. But they're already a bunch of MAGFED. Uh, Todd's, Todd's got a damn. I, I, have a, I have a few MAGFED guns, and in all honesty, I would like to play a MAGFED-only game. Right. Um, I'm not going to... I enjoy playing with my pump, and if I'm going to go out and play, I'm yeah. most likely going to play with a pump, um, unless I'm playing speedball. So for me to get MAGFED, it needs to be a MAGFED-only game. At that point, then I'll break down and play with it. Um, haven't quite crossed that boundary where I where all I want to do is play MAGFED. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think there's going to be a couple... You look pretty funny playing Magfed with your jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think our field's going to host a couple of Magfed events this year. Parker and, and Milo uh, and Magfed. I think, I think we'll definitely get into that. Zuby, would you grab a Magfed garnet, gun if we had a Magfed-only uh, day? Magfed garnet or Magfed gun? Gun. No. I, I honestly have no interest in playing that. Because you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I would play because yes. I'm not a loser. I'm yeah. cool. My mom says I'm a good. No, catch. there's uh, there's this plenty like of Saturday Night Live that we've gone out and played with. You know, a PGP stock class pump. But I said to me, there's no difference than just sitting there and sodding a mag in the bottom of the marker. But if everyone's yeah, equal it's class, cool. right? But yeah, it's to me, there's no difference between playing with that and playing with a pump with a small hopper. That's I don't know, but there's something to be said about sliding a mag in the bottom. Yeah. It feels cool. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> just kidding. Well, that's cool, but you can't just sell me on yeah. on you know a, paint, a sport that I already like and say, "Oh, this is cooler." Well, yeah. it's no. just a variation. It can't get any cooler. Like, this is the bestest. Guest three four six right. in the it's chat the forum in, in reference to the previous question says, "Upgrade the cyclone with a Tech T," but I don't know if the cyclone feed bettering a cyclone feed is really going to do anything for the gun other than maybe make it a little air efficient more responsive and air efficient I well, the first gen paddles were a nightmare yeah but you had I to mean, get the squishy paddles yeah, the they, uh, squishy paddles but but Tidman's come out with seven ver- several variations of of a stock of the stock paddles and yes, i think what they've fine. done now it works works quite well and also um the ratchet inside the what Tipman's sending out as the stock components now seem to be working well. I don't know if it's necessary to upgrade. Yeah. Just keep in mind if you're using an A5 or a Phenom, you need to use a ball that's slightly hardier shell just because 
the cyclone feed does put a little more um, stress on the balls, but it is a sure feed every time. Yeah, stress on the balls are not good. Um, nope. Getting back to the mag Spe- fed question, especially if they're sweaty. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. In my arsenal, I have um, I have a dam uh, as the magfed gun. I also have a Sarge kit, which a lot of people are getting right now. If you don't know what that is, it's um, um, it's a conversion kit for your TPIX to make it. Uh, well, how would you explain it, Joe? More of a more of a CQB, bol- uh, CQB like a close quarters gun with a put a vertical grip on the bottom. Yeah, and then T- I have a TGR two as well um, from from uh, Scarab. So I mean. Th- I just need the opportunity to play. If there's some MAGFED events, I would definitely like to play. Dusty? Uh, Dallas Kennedy writes in, why do you think the PSP is stuck on the Race 2 format? Why do you not think they listen to the players and move to X-Ball-style halves and speed up in the game as opposed to eliminating uh, coaching and lowering the rate of fire i believe to get more players to play paintball because it's expensive for the sponsors to do a cxbl format but what's that got to do with changing uh like this coaching what's that got to do with coaching okay sideline coaching i think is just ridiculous i mean the original let's go with x-ball the original x-ball rules stated that it was one coach and assistant coaches who can speak to the coach. The only person who was supposed to, to be able to, to shout plays in the field was the coach. Um, due to you know trying to grow the sport, trying to grow the, the format, they allowed sideline coaching and counter coaching and all that. Um, if you've ever been to an X-Ball event, it is the biggest douchebag <laughs> convention ever as guys are running back and forth on the tape line screaming coaching, you know what? And it takes away from anybody who actually wants to watch the game. My I opinion, disagree. Okay, my opinion. You know what? It, it gets people involved in the sport, but that's only teams or or, yeah. or sister teams and stuff like. like if yeah. if you want to, you want to get people involved in the sport. If you want sideline coaching, I agree. But they has yeah. to be from the from the, the actual bleachers or the seats. Okay, you can't have it running back and forth. Yeah. So you have them on the bleachers. If they want to scream, go for it. You know that's great. You know you get in the, you get into the sport. But the people that are coaching, running back and forth, you know from the sidelines, I think it just it, it's a black eye for the sport. Really. Here's the thing: you're always going to have the knuckle dragging mouth breathers <laughs> at any event. Right. Um, when you get them at the X ball events or, or the PSP events, when they're sideline coaching, they're pushing people around. They're being aggressive. Shirtless um, with their welts. You know, they've got the big weeping, signs and stuff like that. Pants. Speaking from a player standpoint, when I'm playing uh, and now I don't play on the snake side as much as I do on the Dorito side, but on the snake side, you can't hear them sideline coaching at the best of times unless right. you've got someone with a very obvious voice that's right, shrill. But it doesn't stop and those them silly from doing signs, it. I'm sorry, but I, even playing on the Dorito side, I do not look towards the the um, the spectator side to look at the big signs and arrows of where they are in the snake. Um, periodically, it helps. I'm not going to lie to you; it it, it it does help, but it's certainly not worth all that effort. Um, and who really wants to watch robots, like, just taking direction from people on the side? Like, what about game awareness and developing players' skills? I do like how they dropped the player or the, the rate of fire down to 10.2. For no I other agree reason, with that. No other reason than I want to see more interesting games. I want to see people making more run-throughs, doing more just things movement. where they're not hidden behind a stream of paint from the right. guy on the opposite side of the field. So for that, I agree with that. And as Joe said, it will lower the price of paint for uh, some teams that aren't sponsored and do but, have to pay. But will it lower the cost of paint? Because you're going to get less guys shot off the break so you're gonna have longer points so will it really lower the amount of paint you shoot because you might shoot more paint at a slower rate 
just because they're not breaking on Dustin, target. Dustin, was that question emailed in or is that your own? <laughs> no, that was emailed in by I don't know where it went. I spent all night writing my response. <laughs> yeah. But if it promotes movement, you would think they'd still get it's shot out. It's a much more dynamic game. Rating. Yeah. Whether 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 it becomes cheaper or not, if it becomes more more dynamic, you know, it's better to watch. You're going to grow the yeah. sport through the, you know, the more But as long if, as there's no knuckle breathing or, or knuckle breathing as well. That's how they, they, they almost evolved, yes. If you compare it to, to other sports, too, as we're trying to grow, and you know, hopefully one day it becomes as popular as football and hockey and basketball and stuff, if you watch those, good coaches are not the ones who are standing there at the sidelines or on the bench or at the side of the field screaming their head off. They're the ones that have instructed their players and are solid and confident enough in their skills in order to do that. I honestly think sideline coaching is ridiculous just from the standpoint that it doesn't work. But Zuby, if you're it's the coaching heat of the moment, when you're in that uh, adrenaline-filled heat state, of the you have <laughs> auditory exclusion, you have uh, you know visual exclusion too. It's not going to be that effective unless yeah. you have trained your people to actually listen to that, yeah. and that's not going to work. You don't think the pro players are listening to you, Zuby, when you're yelling at the sideline? No, Hi, I'm, not, I'm not a pro Because none of them go and find a shirt to put on. They just stand there and go, uh, what? Wait, like, that guy doesn't have bro. a shirt on. He must be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse is when you're actually trying to coach a team and you get these knuckle-breathing shirtless people, as you say. <laughs> knuckle-breathing, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, um, you, too, you know, you getting too. in your way and nearly causing a causing a, a, a fight just, just to, I don't know, it, it gets ridiculous. But I don't know. We'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see if things are quieter because of it. And we'll, sideline um, coaching, yes, but must be from the stands. Boom. Yeah, no more and no counter coaching. I think that's just lousy. Like if your team has to counter coach to win, then I don't know. But you can scream whatever you want. You can scream the news, whatever. Right? You can read from the phone book or if the weather. Sitting, yes, you can. If, if you're sitting on the the, the sidelines, you paid your mission, or if it's free, whatever. Sit down. And you can scream to your heart's content, right? But I've just, seen some pretty funny conversations going back and forth with people trying to counter coach, and the guy just yells back at them random stuff too. I've seen some pretty funny points like One that. One thing I do enjoy though too is the heckling when you're on the field and you can hear people heckling you from the opposite when they're cheering for the opposite team. That's uh, that's quite amusing as well. That's usually me. Yeah, <laughs> you've never been in my corner. All right, Dustin, nobody let's, puts let's move Josh on. in a corner. <laughs> 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 I know what that means now. You just watched Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I did the, for the first time the other day. And not only did I watch Dirty Dancing, I watched the ultimate edition. Did you, um, conversely, since you, you were forced to watch Dirty Dancing, did you retaliate? to watch it. Whatever. You were, you you're watched put, Dirty Dancing. You were put in work. Did, was encouraged. You, you were encouraged to watch Dirty Dancing. And conversely, did you encourage your counterpart to watch Apocalypse Now? Didn't have Two to. motion picture. Now, now Josh, would you be opposed to me coming to your house and sideline coaching uh, your play-by-play -play <laughs> while you're watching TV. And he's going for it. Now, would you be able, would you listen to me? I would no. like you sideline coaching when he makes his breakfast. <laughs> to the left. To the left. <laughs> Do the yawn. The stretch. Now, Dusty, you had a couple questions that were emailed in. Uh, yeah, let me uh, flip through my pile here. Oh, Eric, take your time. We're just doing a show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Eric Costanda emailed into the show if you could change anything in the sport of paintball in 2014 what would you change the mouth breathing knuckle draggers <laughs> it's knuckle breathers knuckle, knuckle breathers they're clearly breathing from their knuckles that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get struck down by lightning you know the only thing i would change is maybe um 
to keep the airsoft guys off the paintball fields? Yes. I, you know what? I'm sick and <laughs> tired of getting home and oh, picking why? those BBs out of the treads on my shoes. Yeah. It's click, terrible. Click, click, click in your car. It's, yeah, it's almost as bad as them coming to the field and going, I got mud on my knees. Mm. You're I need used to go to that. home. Oh. <laughs> I play airsoft. I've got calluses on my knees. I, brought, I, I play airsoft. I brought one, one, one airsoft gun. And 37 cameras. <laughs> and one battery that I have to charge every 15 minutes. Hey, yeah. Seb's in the chat. Hey. Wow, you just realized that? <laughs> I, I don't know. All night. I don't know if there's one thing specific that I can think of that I want to change for next year. Maybe Nerf? More Nerf. More Nerf? Burning hell. More tanks? More Nerf? I, I don't hell. know how plausible it is in the industry as a whole, but I would almost like to see... Um, air tanks go from 3,000 and 4,500 up to maybe even 6,000 just to give you that extra um, capacity of air. I know it sounds even more scary, but... Um, I think all the dive shops in the world just had a heart attack. And, and, you're, and, and rightfully so. It'd, be, it'd just be nice if, uh, you know, you can say that the guns are going to get more efficient, but you're still, let's face it, having to do the same job with a gun and blow those balls out. I know. It, it, I, I could hear it before it even left my mouth. Um, but you know what I mean? So... Yes, the guns can be a little more efficient, but you're st still having that amount of air um, is great. You know, we just came back from playing a big game, and um, although we were getting 4,500 fills, we were taking so much paint out with us and having such a great time that the only reason why we're coming back is even after 4,500 fill, we're running out of air. Yeah, where I, I meant to ask you, where did you get that double-layered pod back you had, the uh, 47 plus 53? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it comes with a wheel, so I can, when they're dragging on the ground, it's not so heavy. That in a scuba tank. Todd, Todd gets in the plane, and he goes, man, that was a great day of paintball. My back hurts. Because like, you've been carrying around 600 pounds. And you know what? Bum. After I played this past weekend with a new strike loader, <laughs> <laughs> my back is uh, even worse. Yeah. Oh, I thought it would be better. It kind of <laughs> distributes it off your hips and his, more on his the shoulders. Hip, his hip is kind of sore where he fell on the, on the uh, corrugated steel <laughs> yeah. tube. Yeah. I'm saving. Paint was okay though, but he's got a chip yeah. in his hip. Now. He walks with a limp. <laughs> I'm saving up my money to buy a 3D printer only so I could print off my own uh, strike loader. You know they're never going to sponsor the show. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> this is like three think, shows that we. I think that ship has sailed apart. a long time ago. We're burning our bridges <laughs> down to the ground. We don't want your money, damn it. <laughs> you know what? Watch the fact that the strike loader be the only thing that exists in the next couple of years as an original product because that was what hit and everybody wanted it and watch us lose all our sponsorship because of it. <laughs> we just gave it a whole bunch of negative publicity. Publicity, whether it be negative or positive, is all positive. Exactly. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Strike Loader. Yeah. You know, you realize there's people listening to the show right now. That I'm just going to go buy a Strike Loader just to spite them. <laughs> Maybe you, me too can chip a hip. I, I, I would implore I, anyone I'm gonna who owns a Strike one Loader. To I'm going to put candy it. in it. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I'm just going to walk around like, eating Pez all day. Yeah. Pez. Hey, payroll in the uh, chat forum says that uh, uh, there used to be a 5,000. PSI tank. And, and, yeah, and it was evil. Was it? Yeah, it was and I evil. actually do own one of Scion. those. I still yeah. own one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's out of hydro and need a new regulator for it, but, but it's yes. in mint condition. I, I one of my proudest possessions awesome. is I have an evil scion with an eighty eight cubic inch tank at five thousand psi. Boom, boom. Yeah. And do you have a breather for it as well? Can you go to the Titanic with that puppy? Or <laughs> I didn't buy the mouth breather for it. How about the knuckle drag? Just the knuckle drag <laughs> that came free. What would that yeah. be? Was any of the Angel Air tanks up that high? I don't think so. I, I think it was only so. evil. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like fifteen hundred shots. Nice. That's uh, almost enough to shoot Todd's massive pod pack. <laughs> I, you know what? I I have a I have a four plus three that I had loaded up plus two side pouches, and then I took one pod in my pocket. I, well, because you're out there, Pourquoi? and if you run when you run out of paint, you have to go back in. You ever see that guy play from? But well, when uh, you run out of air, you can I've still shoot paint. Before Winnipeg uh, four twenty army. That guy goes out with like a four plus seven, and then he goes out with two pod or two pods in each of his front two pockets. The guy takes on so much paint and a thirteen cubic inch. <laughs> yeah, a little, right yeah, now. a little stubby. Cool I don't know, story, bro. Not many people are going to remember this, but Evil used to manufacture a paintball pant, and on either side, on the thigh, on the yes. outside, yeah. there were pod pockets, so you could have one pod in each pocket on the outside. I Eclipse that was, did that in two thousand and twelve, two thousand thirteen line too. Really. Because yeah. nothing says broken paint like running by a tree with one of those pants on, eh? Well, I think the idea behind it <laughs> was well, for more pod. the it's pro not like guys. Just loosen your pockets. I think that was more oh, for the pro guys that use like two different types of paint. Like yeah, you use one so off the break paint, and then you switch breaking to breaking paint with their pod pack. Paint. Someone should invent a pack that goes on your back and is, and feeds your gun with a hose or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's be, a brilliant that idea. Really cool. Somebody should invent that. And they that could and awesome. they market it for free, and anybody with a three D printer can just print it. That's awesome. What would you call something? I don't know. It'd be like a belt-fed machine gun. You could stand there with one of Eric Engler's guns going... The loader of strikeness. That'd be so cool. With a firestorm crank attached Get rid of all the silly pods on your back and stuff like that. loaders or whatever. Make it nice and padded. Direct feed. You could put like a counter on it so it knows how much paint's in it. So is there anything else, getting back to the question from 25 minutes ago, is there anything else that we should change for next year that you would like to see changed in paintball? More strike loaders. Uh, uh, oh, hang on, because he's not here. An OLED board on the next DM15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, LED board. Uh, more girls in paintball. That's always a good thing. Yep, always good. Yep. You know how we should encourage uh, more females to join the sport? Uh, by having bikini contests and wet swimsuits and whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like you know what, just completely ostracize every person that's interested in playing. Uh, by, but in all honesty, I was toning up this year. <laughs> yes, you've got abs <laughs> of steel. It's all because of that strike loader action. Yes. I think that t- the the bikini thing kind of comes with age. Like I think you know at the lower level, like in nineteen twenty, girls don't care. Like. A lot of girls would go out and they don't 1920. really care. 1920. No, like <laughs> at like that age you group. You saw an of like, 1920s and you were excited. Ni- 19, 20, 21, 22. Girls don't mind serious. that as much. It doesn't offend them. But as they get older, like the 25, 26, I think that's when it starts to offend them and that's going to push them out of the sport. Yeah. Or or sometimes they grow up with morals the Th- whole way true. through. Yeah, that's and true, that, too. Yeah. Sometimes. Not, not as often as most would like, but sometimes. Yeah. All right. We're just all over the map tonight. We are. We're just like ripping everything apart. Now, Midget Angler in the chat says that she really enjoys the Medusa. So What's can someone The, the Medusa in- is a is a whale tail pod pack. It's more like a camel pack. It's uh it's smaller, thinner, holds I don't know if it's a full case of paint, but it holds a lot of paint and it comes down to your one side and then you just sort of well, open how, it and how fill much it. Oh, Mustard has one too, I think. He played with one once. Well, the strike loader, the strike loader that you were talking about, his uh, is hose driven, and the hose feeds right into your hopper system. Does it go in like the noozle? A, the if you put the noozle on the hose, <laughs> um, kind of like a strike loader, yeah. What noozle? Oh, here it is. We got it. We got oh, the Medusa here. was not battery pack. Is there a, or does battery a strike loader exist? 
Yeah, there it is right there. There's it's just the, tubes of paint that come down. That's yeah. There's the Medusa. Can you get yeah. a strike loader? So for all of you that don't are listening at home. Don't look at it in the eyes. Home, don't look at it in the eyes. Turn to stone. Podcast, but here's a picture of the Medusa. Yeah. yeah. Medusa. Oh, I'd like to see it. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to pretend I'm listening to it. I'll close my eyes. <laughs> well, if you run yeah. your fingers along the, your speaker system right now, it's like Braille. You'll be able to pick out exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to another question if we can. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Eric Osman writes in, cold weather play always is harsh on all the equipment. I found that hand warmers around your HBA tank and remote line do help. Any other suggestions? And why does it do that? HBA, I'm not equator. sure. Well, if you're putting warm air through a cold gun, hypothetically, it would warm it up, wouldn't it? It would make it operate better. If you're putting it's freezing ex- cold air through a cold a gun. Better, but yeah. If it's that cold out where you have to worry about thermal expansion and contraction, maybe you should. Look at you, Bill Nye, the science guy. Well, not just the air, but like the gun itself <laughs> is cold, right, in your you hand. Like so like especially when you're talking about spool valve guns or oil-based you know. paint, Kevin. I know you're <laughs> a little bit more particular. Yes. You're focused on the sand part. but When I was younger and sillier, I tried to run a DM4 in a winter big game, and I wrapped hand warmers around it. With a thermal sock, and it sort of worked. It was just keeping the gun warm. <laughs> kind of like a guy that came out last year to Red Dawn and with a dam and tried to use it without changing the lube and complained that the paint was brittle. Yeah. I, I used Deluxe all day that day, and it worked perfect paint all day was long. Fine. I changed my I changed my dwell a little bit, not a whole lot, and it worked yeah. perfect all day long. See, if you use a Luke's, you're a good. Luke's. Yeah. Is that the spool valve one, Dustin? Yes, or is it, it is. Vo- or is it the pump? Nope. No oh. pump version of the Lux. Actually, I've seen somebody who made a pump version of some spool valve gun, but I can't remember what it was. Mm. They just modified some tournament gun. Yeah. Can't oh. remember what it was now, though. Probably wasn't an autococker. It's from our research department. Uh, I'll see <laughs> if I can find it. But see, I'm kind of split <laughs> no between roles. No one ever said he was qualified, ever. <laughs> I'm split between roles. My computer's over there. Yeah. So if you guys are listening at home and you want to check out uh, the strike loader, it's check out Medusa, M-E-D-U-S-A. But the snipe, is the strike loader at Medusa? No. No, the strike loader is uh, at a nonsense. I think it's either KTEL or Ronco that's making it. <laughs> can you, can Is there a place to look for the what strike loader? What about Halliburton? Maybe Halliburton's <laughs> building it. Hello. Is there a strike loader Hi. website or does that not exist? There was uh, a there was a YouTube one going around. There is a share share like Rap a sh- four no, no, crowd Rap building. Four has it. Can someone there look was it? a website I don't know how to use this computer for the strike loader? There is a crowd building website for it. Let me see. Oh, crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah crowdfunding. Before you do that, let's get into another question because okay, yeah, um, sure. no one else seems to have an opinion on what needs to change for next year. I think we're, I think we're I, moving forward. All right, here's a question. Okay, Jason Bryant wonders. How easy is it to walk the trigger when a player is missing the tip of their middle finger? Uh, curious because mine is going to be shorter due to work-related injury. Uh, cup, well, a lot, of new, a lot of new guns that have a trigger that's walkable have programming modes where you can, um, you can put it on a ramp mode anyways. Um, There's actually a setting for uh, amputee. <laughs> So if you've missed any part of your uh, phalange, <laughs> then you can uh, you can adjust it accordingly. Yeah, um, Zuby found it. It's strikeloader.com if you're listening at home to check it out. Um, I'm, I'm watching this. Read this, through the this, comments though, Zuby, because a lot of people are test. still un- unsure if this is a real tangible <laughs> thing or if it's an honest troll. I don't know. They got it hooked up to an ion, so it's got to be real. Yeah, the video is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, we're just that, shooting the swamp for five for. minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> with no mask, right? Yeah. yeah. No mask. No. And thank you to both Foxy Mama and uh, Kirby Bob for catching the Ronco and KTL comment. <laughs> um, it says red- on here he fires 12,000 rounds with no breaks all in a row. 1,200. Yeah, no, this is 12,000. Really? I think that's a typo. How do they have enough It better be because I don't know what tank he was using. <laughs> a scuba tank. Yeah. I had 20,000 20, balls. Could you even get 20,000 out of a scuba tank? No. Out of a small scuba tank? A 3,000 PSI scuba tank? Probably not. Depends on the cubic. What's the cu- what, what is the cubic? Um... <sighs> well, the strike loader. Now, the strike loader 2.0 actually has a small paint uh, or, sorry, air compressor on it. <laughs> so you are not only filling up. Yeah. As you move. <laughs> yes. Tank. All right. All right. Um, diving cylinders. How big is the scuba tank? What's maybe cubic maybe it's got a rebreather on it. Yeah, that's a good idea. What's cubic inches? A mouth breather? Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on with another question. Okay. Point six cubic feet. What's that in inches? Point six cubic feet. Thirty six cubic inches. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> Actually, that would be uh, six seventy two cubic inches. 70- it's six, six. six cubic feet is 72 no, cubic six. inches. That's what I said. Point six. Point 0.6, yeah. Point 0.6 cubic feet. Oh, yeah. okay. Point 0.6 times yeah. 60? All right, this is really fascinating, but I think we need <laughs> no, to it's, move it's on. No, it's not at all. we got a lot of What's listeners at home question? right now that just broke out their slide rule and is how checking. Can, how can we get the next question right on back to the strike loader? Please. All right. Here's another cold weather question. Tim Hauser writes in, uh, how do you keep your paint from breaking in the cold weather? We are seeing a lot of extra brittle paint and getting a lot, a lot of new players who do not know how to keep their paint warm or buy winter formula. Also, how do you keep masks from vlogging? Love the show. Keep up the good work. Well, why don't we talk about the paint first? That's an easy one. Yeah, keep Z- it warm. That's keep it. Keep it in a cooler. We, uh, Zuby and I and Joe oh, were playing that keep it cold? a couple weeks ago, and the weather was rather cold. What Back we did is we bought time. limited paint. We only bought what we needed for the time, and the paint that we didn't shoot or didn't uh, didn't have we left in our car at least it was a little warmer in there the sun was hitting it and it was a couple degrees warmer and we covered it with uh, our jackets and blankets and stuff just to sort of keep it at uh, you know a, a decent temperature um, and instead of taking all the paint out with us we only took about 1200 each um, on our backs for the big game so we didn't uh, we didn't get it all too cold but uh, if the paint's that brittle only take out what you need and uh, keep it as warm you know warm as possible but don't heat it up. Just keep it at a like an ambient temperature. Yep. Yeah, and then part two of that question. Uh, Mask from fogging. Paper towel folded in half. Joe's got a gimmick for that. A gimmick? Take a piece of paper towel like so, fold it in half like this. Uh, fold it in half again. <laughs> Joe, this he, is the he'll get it. They like can't this. see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... So fold it, then fold it in half like this. This is you guys are watching live can see it. Then you put this on the bridge of your nose like this on your foam inside your goggle, and it deflects the exhaust from breathing out. So basically, what he's made is a large Biore strip. I thought you were gonna put it yeah. in your pocket, and then when it starts fogging up, you just right wipe strip. it off. Yeah. No. Or get fans. Yeah. Easy Creation fans. Just, that works good. I find they work really well. Yeah. Yeah, if you can get a good fan like Easy Creation ones, they're 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 awesome. They will not only vent, but they'll move the air around inside your goggle and keep it from uh, fogging. The other thing is make sure that the the sweatband that's in your goggle is only touching your bare skin. It shouldn't be touching any of your hair. Hair shouldn't be brought in because uh, what you're doing is you're breaking that seal, um, and you want that uh, 
Yeah, you want that a nice tight seal. You need to allow for proper airflow and the vents in your mask to flow through. If you're covering or blocking them up, then they're they're just going to trap the moisture and warm air. Zuby, what yeah. about drilling holes in the front of my goggles and the lenses so that the air can flow through the front? Well, anytime you feel like playing airsoft, Todd, go right ahead. <laughs> or right. just use first strike rounds instead. Gavin, the next question's for you. You get knocked out oh, and you don't have to worry about fogging. Dusty, that's for you. So I, I am playing. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Put your pants back on. Whoa, 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 whoa. So a scuba tank is 80 cubic feet, which is 677 cubic inches. So at a 3,000 PSI, you should get around six. 6,770 shots out of a out of a standard 80 cubic foot scuba tank. That sounds about right because Tiny used to have that Titman uh, double threat thing. Double yeah, and he used to have that hooked up to a, and they it would say they'd get about four cases of paint out of it. Yeah, so but they had a hard time finding a shop that would fill it, right? Yeah, you have to go to a scuba tank to fill yeah. it, but a yeah. field won't fill it. Here's a good question. I don't know if we can answer this, uh, but off the break in the chat asks, is the FPS, the feet per second regulations, different in other areas of the world and why? Well, I know in Canada and the States, um, it's all about the same. I've never played a tournament higher than 300, and most big games have been 280. Um, I've heard, like, if you go to, like, Asia, like uh, Japan, it's a lot lower because of what they consider a firearm is a lot lower. Play paintball in Japan. Titman's does not. Titman does not sell any paintball markers in Japan as of last year. I don't know if it's different, but they don't have paintball is illegal in Japan. That's why they have air. Saw change that. Did they change it? Malaysia know. just changed their laws too. They're uh, in the. F they're fighting for it right now, where uh, you have to get a special license to own one. Which, four or which five is new. countries there that uh, Australia used to, used to be that. like that too. You yeah. could own a gun, but you couldn't maintain possession. The field would maintain possession when you went to the field. Club. You know In, what? Indonesia's like that. One of the pro players was down there. He had three guns going through customs, and he got pulled off because nice. The company that hired him to go down there and do clinics forgot to tell him that. I'm going to ask someone in the chat <laughs> for him to back me up. Simon, if you're listening, maybe you can type type a response to this. I don't believe that you're going to see anything higher than 300 feet per second anyways, um, basically because of, you know, in, in North America, the, the insurance, I don't believe, will let you go over 300. But beyond 300 feet per second, is the gun even doing anything more than just going to smash the paintballs out of the end of the barrel? Um, he has a lot more knowledge on physics of paintballs than we do. Maybe I don't he think can he's answer here. That. I see him in the chat room. Is he here? Mm -hmm. well, he's, not, he is. he's not in our room, but I, I think he's in the chat area. So Is let's, he? let's have a look and see. Um, we'll wait. We'll wait. Simon. <laughs> dun, dun, Do you think dun. Simon will ever come here? Dun, 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 to behind the bunker? Dun, 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 we should go to have a show in his house. There was a little <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I have a question for you. A All record right. star he thought he'd Charles Chamelsky wrote in, Do you think Dynasty will suffer a horrible accident and not be able to compete and impact, and impact will win the season? Huh. I don't know. I think that was meant referencing to Heat having an accident because they're referencing Impact. You know, Impact losing their Sorry, players. All I heard when he was doing that was a bunch of mouth breathing and knuckle dragging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that Troll. question. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. Dusty, that silence means we need another question. Another one, please. Do you think that 
uh, we could influence players to boycott Chinese-made parts and purchasing American or North American-made parts? I think no. you would be able to do that, but I don't think anyone would play paintball because there's nothing left. <laughs> I'm, I don't know of one company that doesn't outsource something to the U.S. or uh, to, to China or, or some of these third world nations. And yes, you can say we are 100% U.S. made, but when you get down to the nitty gritty, there are things like O-rings um, and washers and some steel parts that are made offshore that they still bring in. I just I want to add to this and, and just say, you know, it would be fantastic if we could all buy and support products that were made, you know, right here at home in North America or America or Canada. That would be fine and fantastic. However, I find it very troubling how people say and make comments like that and then turn around and say, oh, paintball is too expensive. Yeah. You if look you're going to manufacture O-rings here, you're going to have a manufacturing plant that's going to pay somebody, you know, a minimum of this. There are labor laws. There's women's. There's everything here in Canada. It builds up. And then the price of O-rings goes through the roof. So if you want to talk about prices and how how they're way too ridiculously high and you just want made in America stuff, well, you know, if you want made in America, get ready to pay for it. Correct me if I'm wrong. The dye bodies are made in America still. It's the electronic comport. Like components that are uh, shipped off seas. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. I know I know the Lux is that way. The bodies and stuff are all milled in North America, and then the electronics are imported. Yeah. But I know you. I know dye does CNC work in California. Yeah. So I'm not going to call any company out, but I know there's a couple that do say that everything they have is 100% U.S. made. But I, I, now, I have a hard time not hard time believing it, but. Here, here's the trick to it. When you see stuff like that, you always have to ask yourself one question. Is it made in America or is it assembled in America? Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of places that buy tanks or blocks or valves or electronic parts that are manufactured somewhere else. They bring them over here and then they have somebody just sits in a shop and clicks all the pieces together like Lego. And then it's, oh, look, at it, it's made here. Well, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah, no mercy. No mercy in the chat says that he's tried shooting his gun at three hundred and fifty feet per second, and it seems perfectly fine to him. Um, about three out of twenty balls I shot broke, so I think three fifty would be almost perfect. <laughs> Angler writes. Ang- Angler writes. No one makes real AK or MG forty two parts here. Yeah. <laughs> How would you um, know that, Eric? Joe. From behind the bunker in the chat writes, goggles are only rated for 330 feet per second. Read so, your manual. So I would say at this point, you're probably going to, um, I don't think you're going to see anything over 300. I don't think there's no. a ne- necessary to have no. it over 300. Any any goggle manual, if you get a pair of goggles, you actually take the time to read the manual. It says if you get shot directly in your in your goggles, less than 20 feet away or 10 feet away, change your change lens, lens each and every time. Yeah. So just just think about that. Yeah. Now, Dusty, I know you have quite a few more questions over there. Why don't we try and get to at least one more? All right. Because um, we are starting to run run down here. Psycho in the chat wonders, what did, what do you think is better, the flatline, the smooth bore, or the rifled barrels? I personally, and someone can correct me on this, but I personally don't think rifled barrels do a damn thing. Not for uh, paintball. Not for paintball. Um, what was the other question? Smooth part of it? Smooth or? Smooth or flatline. 
Flatline serves a purpose. It works. A flatline works on a on a warm day, but I've seen flatline on a cold day. It has to be the texture of the textured barrel and the paint somehow warming up, but it just shreds paint. But a flatline works brilliantly in warm weather, but it certainly does not work on for, a cold day. Right. Yeah. For what it's designed for, for distance, not so much accuracy, right? So you're going to get, yeah. So we're going to go with smooth. Nice. That's what she yes. said. Less friction. Um, oh. So you're going to reduce but that, the turbulence. But, okay, you can go that way. But a lot of, if you bore your paint, which you're actually getting tighter tolerances, right? That and wasn't part of the question, though. But it's <laughs> true, right? Yes. Right now you're starting to bore my paint. That's right. <laughs> yes. Whenever, Whoa. Yes, whenever I, I see play, what you did there. Okay. Oh, good question. <laughs> Sorry, no, no mercy. Last question, maybe. Uh, no mercy. Overbore or underbore uh, in wintertime? That's a good one. Properly bore? Uh, it, it, it depends a lot, If you too, had to go paint. one up or one down, I'd probably go one up in yeah, winter. Right. Um, in the summer, when it's a little bit warmer, I might push it a little bit because the the paintballs will be a little more forgiving, a elasticy. I do do forgiving, direct bore, uh, try to match it as best as possible, but I do check periodically throughout the day. So you have to change a little bit more because of the temperature variations, unless you're you're playing one solid hour. Yeah. It also depends on your paint too. If you have a paint that's uh, brittle, uh, overbore is definitely where it's at. If it's something like uh, Monster Ball. Or something that has a little tougher shell, then uh, you can underbore. You can shoot through a cocktail straw and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's not going to break. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Um, Eric Engler in the chat says, think of a hammerhead rifled barrel as a barrel with a full-length barrel porting. I do think of that often. Mm -hmm. I have dreams of that. <laughs> That's dreamy. Are they, are they wet or are they still dry? <laughs> You can check and find so, out. <laughs> we'll do a poll. I think what Eric is saying is that the hammerhead rifling allows the the air to disperse and is as it shot out much like the small porting. The smaller the hole, the better the porting as well. All right. Here's something I've never heard before. <laughs> Ian JF in the chat says, I find using Rain-X down the barrel Whoa? helps out a lot. Even during breaks, clean out is amazing. Why? I can understand it's like waxing the inside of your barrel. Um, <laughs> Ding. How do, you, how do you wax the inside? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I, that's something I'd have to try. I, I'm glad it works for you. I. It's not what it's designed for. Um, let's not add any extra elements or chemicals yeah, to, uh, hate. Yeah. to to interact with the paintball as it's traveling out the barrel. And hitting your lens that you're made out of wax and you don't know what kind of chemical you want, you know. Yeah. Eric Gangler says if you put your gun in a vice and it doesn't move, it's a lot more accurate. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be really hard, Eric, pardon me, if you're walking around the playing field with a workbench and a vice <laughs> and you're trying to shoot everyone and every time you have and to all move those you have to pick up the tools are rattling and the wrenches are falling and off and screwdrivers get, get the leveler out they to go sure. through thick grass and your workbench gets caught on roots and the legs and that stuff was fine. and my people accuracy, are tripping on it Gee, my accuracy improves when I open my eyes when I shoot how do you get a ghillie suit to fit around that workbench and furthermore <laughs> how do you get a pod pa I guess you could you take lots of paint <laughs> you can you could you could bring the strike loader and you could just set it on the workbench and you wouldn't have to worry about your back you put two Instead of, like two a, strike instead of like a workbench, they should come out with like tanks. 
mount your gun inside a vehicle and it's mounted and held in so you can drive this thing around. You be don't like even a have tank. to walk. You, you just would why be awesome. would it be awesome? That would be fantastic. Paintball tanks. That's you right. Should re- what, that would be a great question for next week. And what do you think they you. should do about paintball tanks? You know what? behind plywood. Just think about it. 1,000 players all in vehicles driving around <laughs> like shooting rush each other. hour in LA <laughs> Jeez. um okay so white feather in the chat says several <laughs> members swear by using rainex um eric says that i used to use rainex in my barrels for years Aussie pb says i used teflon wax psycho says rainex works um, and then another one uh, Eric says uh, cleans breaks very well what about uh, if you go to like beeswax because it's all natural so in theory it shouldn't uh, affect the paint wouldn't that it be much, more right? gummier because beeswax not liquefied it's a yeah, wax yeah it's pretty thick they make candles out of it they yeah, they, they, they make, make hair gel they don't too. make napalm out of it just use well, mothers they, they then. Do, do they make napalm out of teflon wax well they make it out of runny gosling <laughs> use mothers mothers is uh, carnauba mothers wax and that's yeah. 100% yeah. Plus, it smells like delicious bubble gum. It does smell yummy. And there is no other. <laughs> other than your mother. <laughs> That's what it says. Mothers, there is no other. Oh. Oh, All right. You know what? Let's yuck, do yuck, one yuck. more. We have to at least Why? end on so a note where we're... Right? We have like to end on a New note Year where we stuff. sound knowledgeable on something. Somebody said that F word in the uh, in the chat form. Oh, Who knows? First strike. Oh, that's oh. not that word. It was Go psycho, home. wasn't it? That's ugly. Do you think the wax would affect the first strike rounds? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, doesn't go, matter. It's still going to kill somebody. Someone can take a first strike Unless round. Unless it makes it more the soft and sultry. Jump on it. Yeah. All right, let's do one more question. Before we get to that, guys, next week's topic is going to be should paintball tanks be allowed on the paintball field? <laughs> <laughs> Are you pro or It is, con? too, actually. That was perfect it, segue. It, it is. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so d- if you have an opinion, uh, send it in to us at showupbehindthebunker.com. We're also going to post it up on our Facebook page later on this week, so watch out uh, for that. Dusty, let's have a one more quick question. Uh, Brett, Kermit the Frog Myers. Hi, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> he wonders, why do, you, why do players think buying a, or purchasing a more expensive market will make them a better player? Because that's what they see the pros shooting, and that's what they think, you know, if I own this piece of equipment... It's going to make Does me into that pro. Buying a pair of Michael Air Jordans make you walk better? Does yep. it make you a better basketball player? Better walker? Yeah. For sure. Can it make you jump higher? Can yep. you walk better? And read faster. <laughs> read okay, faster. but argument on the other side of the uh, play the devil's advocate, a better paintball gun, some of the more expensive ones are certainly better than some of the low end ones. However, yes. However, there is a happy medium. You don't need to go all the way. You start in the if you get in the middle, like you get like a reflex or an axe or. But I like people subscribing to advertising because that means I can buy them cheaply next year. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> hey, if anybody wants a DM thirteen, Kevin, don't give away our secrets. <laughs> like right. four hundred bucks right That's now. That's how I get all my equipment. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, why don't we end this show now uh, while we uh, <laughs> possibly can? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna get derailed again and spend like the podcast. Yeah. So, guys, thank you very much for watching and being a part of the show. We enjoy seeing you guys every week. Uh, thanks to all of you that are in the chat forum. We do see you there. We do read your comments. Um, so most of them get on the air. We try. We try to do our best. Thank you for all the guys that uh, uh, tweeted into us as well. Sorry, we didn't get all of your comments in. Um, Josh Zubizabrikis. Yes, sir. You handsome fellow. Thank you for being in tonight. 
Oh, thank you, Todd. Are you looking forward to um... extravaganza? Yes, I am. <laughs> Very nice. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm unsure about the food this year. That should be. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're gonna add a research. new location. It is. It's in Dulles. Gavin, maybe if you have some time this week, um, I know you're on holidays. Maybe you can research where we're gonna eat and what sort of. I'm foods. packing my own lunches and dinners and stuff like <laughs> we're that. We're not even gonna. I'm, we're just gonna. I'm eat brown bagging it. That's right. <laughs> I'll make a little fort and that'll be fine. <laughs> Was that a racial comment? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a brown bag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I wish it. we could just end on that. So we still have other people to thank in the production booth. Matt, the crit for pushing buttons. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't worry about the camera, Matt. It's that was a slow buttons. transition yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was wrong. Yeah, well, there's too <laughs> many like buttons. Everybody but himself. <laughs> Way too many buttons. Very nice. And Dusty, thank you for being on the show tonight. Sorry I insulted you about the uh, boring my paint question. No worries. Thanks. <laughs> Matt, like always, glad to be here. Yeah, guess what, guys? We are 145 episodes. That means five more episodes. We are at 150. This is the last episode of the year. We have a lot of milestones. Pretty exciting. Are we going to start the new year with a bang, or is it just going to be a droll? All this talk it's about going to start with a boom. <laughs> boom. I think it should start with like a backpack loader in a tank. <laughs> I think it's going to start with me taking off the bed early. All right. I think we're all trying to sign off right now. So No, what I would like to do is put one more floor out there. For those of you that are out there with a couple extra um, little pocket change or money that you got for Christmas, um, I'm going to start a fund. Send it to show at BehindTheBunker.com for PayPal. We're going to buy a strike loader. And we're going to play with yes. it until we damn well fall yes. in love with it. We're going to call it the Strike Loader Fund. If you have, as I say, a couple extra nickels between your couch cushions, send them in, and we will uh, we will get that up for uh, we you. Then, then we can that. legitimately like beat on it, right? Wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. On that note, thanks, Dusty. Thank we'll you We'll see very you guys much. next week. Thank Happy you for Happy New Year. In.